Balo Chess, this is your boy Yahya Barua. Today's day 264 of my imperfect life. Man, yesterday I was extremely tired. I started making my podcast and then I fell asleep for like 20 minutes straight. And the podcast was just going and going and going. And I somehow woke up realizing that I was actually doing something. So I had fallen asleep only to wake up 20 minutes later to a blank voice note. Needless to say, I deleted it and then I started to record my next podcast. But again, I fell asleep only to realize that I was recording a podcast. It was quiet, silent, and there was nothing in it. So I got out of bed because the idea was to lay in bed and record, which was a bad idea. My body was just tired, ready to sleep. I got out of bed, came to the living room to lay on the couch and uh, do my podcast. And again, I was falling asleep. But this time, I barely made it. And uh, I just needed to end it once and for all, just to make sure I don't fall asleep. So, I have no idea what my podcast sounds like last night. Excuse me. I have no idea what my podcast sounds like from last night. And uh, only God knows if it made any sense. But, hey, you will, you win some, and you definitely gonna lose some. It's all part of growth, it's all part of my imperfect life. And, uh, yesterday was a really, really long day. Um, Eddie and I got up. Uh, we both got up early and uh, we got ready and then uh, I drove her with me to Hamilton and uh, I went and gave a talk. If you remember, I said I was going to share my testimony and why that is very important to share the testimony. So I went, I shared my testimony and it was very, very successful. Um, you know, a part of me was crazy because I didn't prepare. I didn't like write notes. I didn't put together PowerPoints. I didn't do any of that stuff. I just went believing that I was ready and I just spoke for I think 30 to 45 minutes I think it was. Like everything went perfectly well. I was thinking oh who's gonna handle book sales? Who's gonna handle the emails? Who's gonna handle this or that post? this whole thing but my gut my holy spirit the holy spirit my gut feeling as some people would refer to it intuition said focus on your story just share your story and i'll take care of the rest and that's exactly what happened uh, at the end the service drew to a close and then my fiance looked at me she's like oh, you're not gonna speak and the next thing happened, the podium was pulled up, and I was invited to speak. And I started to speak. And after that, people started rushing to the front to start buying my book. A lady, uh, the resident, uh, I mean the pastor, Prophet Tom, was saying that, um, who's going to buy his book? One lady stood up immediately, no hesitation, said, I'll buy five copies. And next lady was like, I'll buy three copies. And then other people were like, I'll buy one, I'll buy three, I'll buy four, I'll buy five. 
all in all, I saw a, a lot of books and uh, very grateful, man. And low key, I felt like a celebrity, but I didn't really have time to feel it because I was busy trying to like freaking manage the chaos alongside my fiance, who was doing a fantastic job of managing the chaos, making sure people were orderly and not all over the place. Like, at first, people were asking me questions, trying to start conversation with me as I was trying to sign a book for this other lady who was trying to tell them to back up because I'm signing a book for her. And another person would be saying, oh, let's take a picture quickly. And then the next person would be like, oh, no, I'm in front of you. And the person was just butting line. <sighs> it was a good kind of chaos. I'm grateful. And, um, yeah, only God knows what, like, big-time celebrities go through, like, dealing with complete strangers who could potentially be of harm to them. You know, because you don't really know what people have in mind. But... Unfortunately for me, I was with people who are in the house of God and they all had my best interests in mind. And um, I'm really, really grateful, honestly. Really, really grateful. And it taught me that sharing your story is a very powerful thing. You know, I shared my story unlike I'd ever shared my story before. Like, ever. And, um... I told them everything from the beginning of my book journey to where I'm at right now. And I didn't hold anything back. I told them how I came to accept Christ through my book setting, how my book setting journey, how I haven't done well over a thousand history events with Indigo Bookstores, chapters, and so on. And it's really interesting, man. Like, so many people came up to me after and be like, man, this story spoke to me because I've been struggling for the past X number of years and I've been trying to figure things out. And I thought I was struggling, but then when I heard your story, I'm like, dang, I haven't struggled. I'm not struggling. So I'm grateful for that. Like having gone door to door, knocking um, on more than 27,000 doors in Toronto selling my book. It's something that really, really does make a big impact in people's life because it's something that is unheard of in this day and age of, you know, dare I say, a microwave economy where whatever you need is done for you. Whatever you want, you can just order online. You can literally freaking buy a bicycle on Amazon today and have it delivered tomorrow. And if you're lucky, you can even have it get it delivered today except that it's already too late. If you order it in the morning, I'm sure Amazon Prime has something like that. Uh, I'm not an Amazon customer, so maybe it's available here or in the States. Uh, so I don't know how that works, but I'm sure it's not more than a day. Uh, it could be by tomorrow, 24 hours or whatever. So my point is, you know, going the long way is not very popular anymore. And as far as I can tell, of course I could be wrong, but but then it's really, really inspiring to people to hear of somebody who has gone the long way, who has struggled, but out of the struggles has risen to be able to share his testimony so confidently. And I declared, I said it boldly. I'm like, if I hadn't gone door to door, if I hadn't stood in chapters for hours and hours on end, 
uh, trying to get, trying to convince or trying to share my story with strangers, I wouldn't have what it takes to stand before you right here, right now, to tell you my story. So when you're struggling, don't be, don't be complaining. Don't, um, don't think that the world is against you. That God has forgotten about you. God is there with you in the trenches. The struggling is the preparation for where he needs you to be. He needs to bring you. But if he hands you to success, you don't, you're not well equipped to handle it. Note to self. So just because you don't have what you want doesn't mean you're not going to get it. Your struggles are necessary. They are the avenues through which you actually get what you want. You prove that you deserve what you're being given. You know, it's like if you're if your dad or mom if you ask your mom or dad for a car and they say no but they can buy you a car it's not because they hate you it's because you're not ready to get a car they're not going to give a freaking 13 year old a car or a 15 year old a car for somebody who's proven to be irresponsible a car it's not going to happen but if you're proven to be responsible proven to be diligent in what you do. The car just shows up when you least expect it. They'll just buy it for you without you even asking. And I feel like that's the same way with success. If you have proven to be dedicated in what you're doing and how you're doing it, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect, but as long as you are dedicated, your success will come. At first, it will start small, but then it just multiplies and compounds. And I believe that God is the greatest multiplier. God is the greatest multiplier. You know, it's like I looked at my garden today and I have a bunch of seeds on my kitchen counter right now. Um, I'm not sure if you guys can hear it. That's a bunch of seeds and a little sift. Yeah. And, um,. It's something that fascinates me, continues to fascinate me. I look in my garden and I realize that one tomato plant as mass excuse me, as massive as it is right now, it's is at least two feet or three feet tall. Um, some of them and from root to tip. Well over that I think. Yeah, at least four feet tall at least from root to tip. Um, it's just so amazing how something so big can come out of something so tiny. Something that you can you can barely see. Like on the tomato pack, they say, please be careful because uh, some seeds may not be as visible. To the, like they, they may not be very, very plainly visible. Obviously, they're available. I mean, they are visible and available to the naked eye, but... You, they're not readily seen because they're so tiny you can, can you can mistake them to be like a dust bunny or something so but then that same seed that when you put in the ground becomes a big ass plant so you know I believe that God is the biggest multiplier he will take your small idea or what you think is a small idea and multiply it by a thousand fold, by a hundred thousand fold, by a million folds. You know, all those successful people in this world, all they started with was, you know, tiny little, um, you know, a strum of the guitar or this 
to stick on a bass drum or something, or a knife to an onion, and they probably cut themselves the first time. Or like a nurse who, I don't know, freaking had to stay up drinking five coffees just to prepare for her exam or something. Or a doctor who had to freaking you know, practice over and over how to talk to his client. Or a hairdresser who had to practice on dummy, um, on dummy hairs, for example, or uh, or myself, you know, who had started with just an idea to write a book as a way to inspire one million people, who had started his own publishing house, who had gone door to door, who had previously worked as a security guard for about a year, eight months to raise the money that he needed to pay the people he was working with not knowing what the heck he was doing, how the heck he was going to go sell his book, but he kept on going anyways. Went door to door, knocked him on at $27,000. Then I went to chapters. I stood there from at 9.30 a.m. to about 10, 11 p.m., depending Christmas time, it closed at 11. I was just standing there 12, 13 hours, asking each and every person, may I tell you about my book? I became a connoisseur for notes. People kept telling me no, 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 no. And eventually people started telling me yes. And eventually I started to get more yeses than I did no's. And eventually I became a successful novelist. More successful than I ever was before. And now I'm growing even more. Now where my path leads, I don't know. That's the God honest truth. I don't know where my path is going to lead right now. Because I am... I am walking in the fog. I'm just listening. I'm just listening, waiting on God, just doing the part that I can, the best that I can. And I've been here before in the past. But every time I'm in a position like this, it means a breakthrough is coming as close. A breakthrough is nearby. Because when you don't know where you're going, that's when you should be surrendering. And just let go. Do what you can, obviously, but let go. And let God take you where he needs you. The act of surrender is usually the act of strength. Because when you try to take control, it's an act of weakness. Because you don't know where you're going, but you're acting as though you you do know where you're going. You're trying to take the wheel. It's like the GPS says, go left, go left. But you're trying to say, yo, go right. Or it's like the GPS doesn't work, no signal. Instead of stopping to check the map, you're just driving, saying, I know where I'm going. When you really don't, you just run out of gas and you're stuck. I think that's why it's a sign of weakness. Strength is stopping and saying, I don't know where the heck I'm going. But I acknowledge that and I'm grateful that in due time I will figure it out. And like a person who's stuck and with a non-functioning GPS, eventually somebody's going to come down the road and point them in the right direction. And the key is to be prepared to go in that direction. And that's why you got to keep working as you are in the waiting. Sometimes... Unfortunately, you just won't know what the F to do while you're in the waiting. And that's where prayer comes in. And what I always do, I just pray and worship. That's it. I pray and I worship. And out of that, I get direction. And that has happened to me so many times. Um, I've built out my entire marketing plan out of doing that. And I know that the rest of the whole thing will come to play, will come into pass. This too shall come to pass. 
for this too shall come to pass and everything will fall together like a nice piece of a puzzle or a Lego piece that has been missing for so long and then you, when you finally find it it just sets perfectly and completes the house anyways I pray that for you and I pray that for me wherever you are I pray that everything goes well for you and um yeah man just know that God is with you I'm not even gonna ask if you believe in God I'm gonna just believe for you God is with you and um just know that your struggles aren't here to last like my fiance always says every storm runs out of rain eventually the sun will come out and it'll be blue sky again but it is the storm that teaches you to appreciate the blue sky if you ain't got no blue sky yet don't mean the blue sky ain't coming but remember the storm that you're going through if you're going through a storm and when you have the blue sky remember the blue sky because of the storm and let it give you hope the next time you encounter a storm and know that a blue sky is coming again life is a series of blue skies and storms storms and blue skies so anyways that's what happened yesterday I shared my testimony I inspired a lot of people and I'm absolutely grateful I give God all the glory because it is all for him and for him alone I'm only a vessel for him to use strugglesofthedreamer.com is my website I invite you to read my book if you don't already have it you can get it there if you have any questions you can reach me at ybarua at yahaya.ca so that's y as a Yankee barua b a r u w a so that's b as in boy a as in alpha uh, romeo here from whiskey alpha at Yahaya, so that's Yankee Alpha Hotel Alpha Yankee Alpha dot CA. So Waiparua at Yahaya dot CA. Just say what's up if you wish. Or shoot me your question. But yeah. Alright then. God bless you. And of course, all of your dreams come true. And remember, you matter. Peace.